I used to be a school teacher before I got into real estate. It's something that has taught me a lot of patience, which allowed me to bring that into my world of real estate. For me, selling real estate, it was a great occupation. It was a great career. I got to spend time with my kids. It just got to the point where I wanted more. For us, it's so important to be there to support our agents and make them feel that we have their backs all the time. One of the things that I found different at eXp is that the growth potential, there is no cap on it. Welcome back to What Would It Cost? Today I have the absolute pleasure of sitting with Nadia Habib, the VP of Growth for eXp Canada. Welcome Nadia. Thank you, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for coming out. This has uh, been a big one for us. We're really excited to have you in our home, in our studio, and show you our office today. It's my pleasure. First time here, and I'm so impressed with the facility and just how beautiful it is. So it's an honor for me to be here. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. And big shout out to Bianca, as, as she had mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she took the space by, you know, by the horns and, and really made it a home for us. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to her. But uh, yeah, so thank you again for coming out. Uh, before we get into what you do now at eXp and uh, you know some of those harder hitting questions, tell us a bit about your background. Yeah, um, I don't know how far back um, you want me to go, but one fun fact about my, myself is I used to be a school teacher before I got into real estate and specifically a kindergarten teacher. Um, a blessing in disguise, it's something that has taught me a lot of patience yeah. um, and just, you know, it's so gratifying to see the smiles on these kids' faces, which allowed me to bring that into my world of real estate. Uh, my family background is they are developers, builders, um, and that's what I grew up in. That's right. a space that, you know, my, I, my childhood, I spent it. Uh, tarring basements, laying grass, and putting in insulation. And it was so much fun because, um, you know, every uncle of mine had six, seven, eight kids. Right. So we were so many kids helping out in this family business. And finally, my dad just said to me, you know, it does not make any sense that you're not in the real estate industry. Like, we are constantly going through agents. We need someone that understands the product, knows the product inside out, and has the family's best interest at heart. So that's when I was forced into real estate. <laughs> um, I ended up failing my first and second exam purposely because I didn't want to do it. And really, it was just a scary change for me, right. you know, and I absolutely love being a kindergarten teacher, but it was time for a career change. So um, that's how I got into it. And that was about 20 years ago, and I never looked back. It was the best decision of my life. That's amazing. And when you started off, obviously, you started off on the sales side. So were you as a, as a realtor for sellers and buyers up until you joined eXp as the VP of growth? Yeah, um, when I started my real estate career, um, my dad's always been the kind of person that nothing is ever handed to you. So right. you have to learn what you're doing before I can give you that opportunity. So I started selling real estate uh, specifically for my family. And, you know, it, it does... It does come with a lot of reward, but it also is very difficult mentally um, yeah. when you're working with family day in and day out. And then to top that, we all lived on the same street. <laughs> so it was um, it was great, but it wasn't great. I was uh, 
helping buyers, helping sellers. I was very passionate about it. Um, luckily, you know, I, I started with a lot of listings because of the new home builds. But then as I was selling real estate, like the, I still had a need for more. Right. And, um, you know, all those that know me and that surround me know that the second I feel that I am not growing mentally and I am not developing new skill sets, I get really bored really quickly and I start to look for something else. So for me, selling real estate, it was a great occupation. It was a great career. I got to spend time with my kids and um, it just got to the point where I wanted more. And that's when I decided uh, there was a position uh, open at my previous brokerage and I've only ever worked for two. Um, actually, I started my career at Remax, but I was in there very long. Then I transitioned to Century 21, and there was a position open for a managing broker. Mm-hmm. And I remember the broker saying to me, I can't pay you enough for what you're making right now as a salesperson. I said, just try me. Put goals in place for me. Right. And I've achieved every single one of them. I was with him uh, and that brokerage in London for 17 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I don't move often. <laughs> um, and then EXP opportunity came up. Right. Well, that's amazing. And explain to us what the VP of growth is. Like, What is your day-to-day or month-to-month? Are you setting... KPIs for the the realtors or the broker owners or what's that what's that look like how do you help with the growth absolutely so being a virtual brokerage it's a little bit different than having a brick and mortar office so we are one brokerage we are not franchised so we were one brokerage and each agent will have a team or an organization within our brokerage Um, my I, I absolutely do set Uh, KPIs for the year and goals for myself and for the agents. So my goal is to always, or my my, uh, position is to help the agents when it comes to growing their organization, Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to retention of their team members or their organization, when it comes to implementing new techniques, whether it comes for training systems, um, helping them be more profitable as a team. um, And just, you know, I I, I thrive to see them grow and any way that I can help them, I will help them. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And so a lot of our viewers are actually uh, realtors themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always get the question because of, of course, you know, our affiliation with EXP, their offices. So maybe explain a little bit about what EXP is and what makes them different from these other, you know, Remaxes, Century 21, all that, uh, all those other brokerages. Yeah. All the brokerages, every brokerage offers uh, a good set of um, resources mm-hmm. uh, for agents. However, it's what clicks most with you. Uh, EXP was founded by Glenn Sanford in 2009, and it was founded as a virtual brokerage. What this does is eliminate the brick and mortar cost. It eliminates having to staff the office. And, you know, we are right now, especially after COVID, uh, in a time where not a lot of agents, not a lot of employees go into office space. They like to go in, but it's Mm -hmm. not necessary all the time. So we do have a partnership with Regis Offices, which is common uh, office space Mm -hmm. that agents can go in when they want to go in. However, we eliminate all of our overhead. We have staff that work out of the comfort of their own home, allowing them to have more personal time with their family. So we are enhancing, you know, their personal lives and their family lives. We're improving that. Um, with agents, it's not for everybody, but if you think about it, EXP gives you the ability to 
have your own, we won't call it a brokerage, we call it an organization, mm -hmm. within our brokerage have the same benefits as owning an office minus all the expenses. Right. So um, what it does is instead of going from, you know, uh, franchise and then having a franchisor, then having franchises all the way down and paying these fees all the way up, it goes from EXP to agent. So there's no middleman in right. between. Whereas, you know, we're looked at, oh, you know, this might be a pyramid. Not at all. Right. You have EXP and then you have the agent. So this is eliminating a lot of cost for them. And we're virtual. We have the best tech. AI is integrated into almost everything that we do. We have staff readily to call all the time. We have brokers in every single province. So there's teams in every single provinces. And one of the things that stands out to me at EXP is leadership. Right. So leadership does not hide behind the scenes. We are on the ground with our agents every single day. I travel the country all the time. So for us, it's so important to be there to support our agents and make them feel that we have their backs all the time. Right. No, that's amazing. And I think it's huge, especially where you pointed out the tech side of it, uh, because I think that's what both of our industries are missing, the real estate and the mortgage side. Even with us, we're trying to adapt with new tech and even even just the marketing. You know, for us, when, when Nick and I started this, we were looking at the industry like, OK, it's really, really dull and very very boring and it's like yes mortgages aren't the most fun i think the real estate side we like to say is the, the sexier side of it where the boring <laughs> ones in the background but that's huge because you don't want to work into a boring industry and you want to have your clients understand that okay you know they're adapting they're with the times and they know what's going to be the, the best tool for me now speaking on adapting and change and leadership i wanted to talk about being a female powerhouse such as yourself in this you know very male dominated world uh I, myself, and, and Nick, we're very happy to that we have four amazing female leaders here that are our directs. Uh, and we felt, felt that was huge, uh, you know, for empowering women, empowering the next generation. Especially Nick, he talks about it all the time. He's got two little girls at home. He wants them to have somebody to look up to. So speak about that because I feel on our side at least, you know, even when I got into this, it was I was a little younger and it's like, you know, this is the very old white man world of the mortgage <laughs> side. So speak yeah. about how, you know, any challenges you have or for any, you know, female entrepreneurs out there that are looking to really grow and stand out in this male-dominant industry? Yeah, great question. Um, when I was with my previous brokerage, um, like I said before, when there is a limit for right. myself to grow, um, I feel like I need to look for something else. Uh, one of the things that I found different at EXP is that the growth potential, there is no cap on it. You continuously can grow. Um, both mentally um, and, you know, it, it just, it, the change that it makes in your life. As a leader at EXP, you can't become that without the support of the people that surround you. Right. And I am so fortunate that I am surrounded, um, both male and female leaders. However, our founder, Glenn Sanford, is a male who recognizes talent, mm -hmm. who encourages, who is always there to help. And then I have, you know, Michael Valdez, Leo uh, Preja. We have Carolyn Merchant, who's also a female um, uh, leader. These people that are around you that help support you and want to see you grow really makes a difference. Right. 
challenges you face every single day. I, I don't truly, I, I, yes, women may face more challenges than males do. However, when you have the talent and the skill set, it is very hard to suppress you. And when you have a good circle around you that is ready to lift you up all the time, that is unfounded. Mm -hmm. You know, you cannot replace that. For me, it's I never have to second guess my actions. I can pick up my phone, call Michael Valdez, and he is readily available to answer my question. And the same thing goes for our agents. They can call me. I'm readily available. It, I wouldn't say, I mean, there are always challenges being a female in a, a man-led industry, mm -hmm. but I always say it's the outlook that you have because right. I don't ever like to look at it negatively. You're surrounded, you're given the opportunity, and you're doing a great job with it then just go with it. Right. Hey guys, if you're liking this episode, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, hit that notification button so you know every time we post. Yeah, no, I, I really like that. And I like what you said there at the end. That it's all about your outlook on it. It is. It could always be in, in both sides, male, female, any industry. If you're very much, you know, woe is me and that victim, it's, it's you're, you're not going to get ahead no matter how great you are. And I, I like how you, you said that. It's, it's all about the mentality and you could dominate anywhere you're in. You know, it really is all about the mentality and it, it, um, it takes me back to thinking if we're going to let, you know, past situations or we're going to, to let um, what childhood situations happened continuously grind you down, you're never going to move up in life. Right. For me, it's deal with it. It happened. Acknowledge it. Deal whichever way that you can, but you have to keep going. Right. For myself, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice to sit back and say, you know what? I will overcome it when I overcome it. I had my first child, I was 19 years old. Wow. I had all of my three kids, I mm -hmm. was 26. When my friends were out, you know, finishing school or partying or having a great time, I was raising children. But I knew I wanted kids when I was 14 years old. I knew I wanted to have a family of my own. So I didn't care spending my 20s and my 30s with my children raising them. Right. Because now I look at them and I say, wow, you are good human beings. Mm -hmm. And to, in today's society, that's hard to come by. It's when you raise these kids, you know, you've got to put everything you have into them. And right. that's what I did. And again, going into real estate, it gave me that opportunity to be able to be by their side day in and day out. Right. That, that freedom. And I remember, I think it was, I was at the, uh, the EXP rally and I believe it was yourself or with someone else she was speaking about that as well. Yeah. And that was great. Yeah, just being with the with your family. I think that's huge. You know, it's a lot of people lost at the past four years with especially with COVID, you're being yeah. locked up at home. And I think to your point where you're talking about the virtual office, brick and mortar, that's what people are, are you know, yearning for is that having that family connection. You know, work could work could wait. We don't have limited time with each other. Absolutely. So yeah, no, that, that that's that's great. And I think I think the model's amazing. You know You know, it's it's one of the it is the best. We are the number one um real estate brokerage, independent real estate brokerage in growth right now. Right. We are almost at 90,000 agents internationally. We're in 23 different countries. Um, we are opening divisions within the company to enhance, um, you know, and to be able to give more tools for our agents. Uh, we are just always looking for new, fresh ideas, and we look for talent within. Right. So for us, it's all about, you know, how can we encourage our agents to be better at what they do, or if they have a specific talent, how can we showcase that? How can we learn from them? Prime example, our training, so every uh, week, there's about 80 hours of live training for us, 
it's not trained from you know just one person. Mm -hmm. It is from our top agents that train everybody else. So for us, we look for talent within. Right. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's that's one thing we believe in as well is when we're looking at you know new divisions or different locations. Again, always promoting within. So I love that you guys do that because sometimes you know again someone's working towards like you said you're you're in real estate but you you always want to learn something new. You want to move up. So that's yeah. amazing. You guys still offer that. Yeah, it's it's a great company to be with, and you know you never. People say, well, it's too late for me to move now. After mm -hmm. 17 years, <laughs> yeah. I made my move and I'll never look back. Yeah. It has changed my life in so many ways that it's given me the freedom to be able to work from home when I'm not traveling, but also travel the country and be exposed to all real estate markets. And I've always been intrigued by all different real estate markets all across our country because they do differ. They right. are similar, but they differ a lot. And just to see, you know, the kind of passion that each agent has and how they develop and where they've come from and you know how they take a small team and turn it into a bigger team and their successes just make my day right that's amazing now you said that you're traveling all across canada and you're experiencing this, these uh, different markets so two questions for you mm -hmm. what's your favorite place in Canada you've been to yeah and what's a market that really intrigues you right now and that you think is a great market for potential investors Good question. Um, not far from home, actually, Montreal. Montreal, okay. I absolutely <laughs> love downtown Montreal. Yeah. It's just the old way. Uh, kind of reminds me of, like, the infrastructure reminds me of the old village that my grandparents, you know, when we, we were growing up, right. that they lived in. Um, best markets right now, you know, it all depends. Right now I'm seeing in Ontario that we're going back into multiple offers. It really intrigues me that in Newfoundland, they hardly have any inventory and anything that comes up on the market, people buy it and it goes right up for rent again. So there is a lack of inventory there. Right. Um, I would say Halifax was a really good place to invest, but now I, the prices are moving up. Alberta, phenomenal place yeah. <laughs> to be investing, affordable, a lot of government help over there, a lot of jobs that are available. So, you know, there's a lot of different places. Yukon, don't even get me started on the Yukon. <laughs> Yes, it's cold, but there is so much opportunity there. And I was quite surprised. The prices of houses, they're not that low. Right. You know, they're very average. But the quality of life is just amazing. The views, the scenery is breathtaking. I was there in September and it was minus 16. <laughs> so I think that's why I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And, and, and thank you for that. Because everybody always goes to, you know, Alberta, BC. Mm -hmm. So I love that you brought up, you know, Halifax, uh, Newfoundland, and, and Yukon. That's one I didn't think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, PEI is just an, another treasure. You know, PEI, you look at houses and yeah. you're right on the ocean. Yeah, it's beautiful Just there. absolutely stunning. And that red sand, that muddy sand. And I'll never forget in PEI. I, they had um, the phone booth and you can dial, but you don't have to put in a quarter. You dial by the person's last name. <laughs> I'm like, this is such a close-knit community yeah. that they can do that. Um, there it offers a lot of family life. Right. Right. And I, I think uh, I experienced that when I went to PEI. It was very like, you know, the doors are unlocked. Yes. Very neighborly. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, you know, there's so much hustle and bustle and it's, you know, every man for himself, every woman for themselves. Yeah. But yeah, there's so much of that, you know, Canada that's a lot of people haven't explored yet. And it's just crazy that, you know, a couple hour flight away, 
yeah. is like this this great community. Unfortunately, travel within Canada is quite expensive. That's, that's the issue, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for that, I would have traveled a long time ago all across Canada. However, I'm very fortunate this career has given me or this position at EXP has given me that opportunity. And it's just a beautiful place to be. You know, when you're in a, Ontario specifically, BC, um, even Alberta, it's so busy all mm -hmm. the time that you don't get to see, you know, I remember, I think it was Newfoundland, and I was saying, why is everyone taking their time? We were at a restaurant. <laughs> There's not, they don't have to yeah, be in a hurry. To. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's different everywhere, but lovely people all across yeah. the country. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So when you made that switch from being a successful realtor yourself to now uh, breeding these successful realtors, what were the challenges you faced? And also, did you miss, you know, the, the, the passion for the sale or, and the negotiation? Or, oh, is yeah. it, or, did you, or are you okay <laughs> leaving that behind? <laughs> it was, it, I knew I wanted more, yeah. but it was a challenge. First of all, these are agents that I was selling real estate with. Right. So our, uh, you know, our professionalism, uh, selling real estate, and then now me having to teach them as opposed to be on their same level was very difficult. Right. So. Again, we go back to, you know, women in that position. It took a long time for me to gain trust and confidence from my agents um, because you have to prove yourself like anybody else, but knowledge, you have to prove that you are knowledgeable, that they can trust you. So mentally, it was very difficult for me, you right. know, not to be accepted in that position, but it was also a benefit that you don't just get to be accepted because you're appointed to a position. You have to earn that. And just like any other situation, when we talk about respect, it's not given to you, you mm -hmm. have to earn it. Right. So it took a lot um, for me to learn more, educate myself more, be able to put on more presentations, to be able to host more training. You know, we start with 10 agents attending, then it's, oh my God, we've got 20, then 30, then the entire office is attending. Um, when we started doing Zoom calls, it's if they can't be on a Zoom call, then it's, can you send me the recording? Right. So that's then, you know, my breaking point was maybe two, three years after I started that position where I felt, now you need my help. Now you actually trust the advice that I'm going to give you. And I continuously educate myself. I never stop learning because we can never stop learning. There's right. always something new. There's always someone that knows more than us. And I try my very best to always surround myself by professionals that are way more successful, that know way more than I do. And I love to listen to what they have to say. Yeah, and I think it's a very good point you make. There's one is to never stop learning, but also two, I, I think it's all about, I like to say your inner circle and your outer circle. So before you mentioned the inner circle, the people that empower you, but the outer circle that, you know, that we like to call it the ecosystem that yeah. continues to teach you and, and lift you up and you can go to for advice. That's, yeah, yeah, I love that point. It's very important. Yeah, and it's, again, like you can either stay there and feel defeated right. that these people are not, these sales agents are not accepting you or you can do something about it. And for me, it's, okay, they don't trust me. They don't mm -hmm. know what I know. They, they think that I'm just like them. My knowledge base is like them because yesterday we were selling real estate together. I just have to prove myself. And that's something that, you know, has always been in my mindset is don't ever give up. Right. Continue moving forward. 
because one day you'll get to where you want to get to slowly but surely you'll get there absolutely and any advice to any of these realtors that want to become a team leader and grow a successful team under them take it step by step make sure that you have the right guidance mm -hmm. and support to do so um, you don't take advice just from anybody. Uh, there are those who teach but have never done it. Right. You want to make sure that you are following step by step and that your core values and your core systems are in place before you start to expand. Because sometimes you expand too fast and it collapses just mm -hmm. as fast. So it's really important to have that guidance um, to map out where you want to be 5, 10, 20 years from now right. and then put a plan to action. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's great. I think that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of truth to that because especially my, you know, myself being younger, seeing other entrepreneurs around me, everybody wants to grow quick, make money quick. And even myself, I learned that it's like, you know, I need to step back, understand what's going on, understand uh, the landscape that I'm getting into. And it's not all about fast money. Fast money means you could lose it just as fast. hundred percent. Exactly. It's all about that slow growth, building those roots and building that longevity. hundred percent. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And what is... What do, you know, these realtors should look for in, in a good broker partner? You know, given that we're in these offices now and working with a lot of these EXP agents, what's something that, you know, they should be looking for in a good broker partner and what's something that, you know, maybe we could excel on? Great question. Um, after moving to EXP and, you know, realizing where I was and where I am now, mm -hmm. my question to agents when I talk to them that are not with EXP, as I say, you know, you're working really, really hard and paying broker fees yeah. to a broker that will eventually retire and you're helping build that retirement plan. Right. With EXP, it is completely the opposite. You are paying the brokerage. However, you are building your own retirement plan. And we go into details discussing that. Mm -hmm. But huge difference when you know you recruit someone you attract someone to the brokerage that you're working at because you know you hey you work there your friends want to work with you you get nothing out of it right with exp there is a benefit to you because you are growing your own organization so we all dream about having a brokerage of our own and when we can do that without the overhead the liability and the expenses under an umbrella and continuously work towards our retirement why do it for someone else right you know and the major thing is that while you're growing that organization you are giving every single person on that team or in your organization the same exact opportunity that you have right now talk about caring about your team members talk about the camaraderie and how much you know you want the best for them you, you, you just can't portray it right. any better than that. Right. No, that, that's great. And I think that's a, a massive point you hit on was retirement. Because, again, it goes back to what we're talking about, you know, fast growth, fast, mon fast, growth, fast money. And, you, and a lot of these entrepreneurs, again, they forget about the retirement piece. Right. And I remember it was our first mortgage conference we went to. And it was a huge point uh, that the presenter hit. And she was talking about retirement on the mortgage side and how to protect yourself. Because... You know, we're, we're in the, the uh, general insurance business and the general insurance business is a 95% retention rate. So mm -hmm. you could easily sell that book. But mm -hmm. when it comes to real estate and mortgages, a lot of the times it's the person, it's not the company or right. or the systems and what they do. So I think that's huge what you guys are building because that's, 
that's what's missing. Again, that, that was, you know, a fear of ours after we left that conference. Nick and I looked at each other like, okay, we got to change our mindset a bit here because we got to build this. You always have to build a business to sell. That's what we believe in. Absolutely. At least. You know, it's, it's great to build it. You're very successful. Work till you're, you know, 85, 90 and, yeah. and die then at the what? desk. Yeah. But what about your family? What about everybody, everybody yeah. that comes after you? And I think that's, that's, yeah, it's a great point that you make is that you guys are helping people build for their retirement as well. It's not just about the money right now. Absolutely. They have the ability to sell real estate, yep. grow their business, uh, their production. They have the ability to work towards their retirement plan. And the best part is, is it's a willable asset. Right. When you work for you know different brokerages, you have nothing to take out of there exactly. for your retirement plan or to will to your family. Right. So it's huge. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, Nadia, thank you again. Before we wrap this up, uh, for anybody that wants to follow your journey or check out your page and learn more about eXp, where can they follow you? You're welcome. Thank you for having me today. Uh, they can follow me at Nods Habib on Instagram. And there's a lot of different links on there for podcasts, YouTube, and, and all of that. Okay, amazing. Be sure to check her out. Again, amazing powerhouse. Uh, EXP is on the come up, and it's definitely because of this lovely uh, female leader right here. So thank, thank you again you. for coming out today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, and we'll see you next week.